Thursday, 15th of June, 2023. Nor is he worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. Acts 17, verse 25. The words more correctly read, Nor he is attended by humans' hands, further needing anything, he giving to all life and breath and all things. C.G. Paul is in the process of proclaiming the true God to those in Athens. He just noted that being Lord of heaven and earth, he does not dwell in temples made with hands. With that noted, he now continues saying, nor is he attended by humans' hands. The verb translated as attended is therapeio. One can see the root of our modern word, therapy. It signifies to heal, care for, attend to, etc. Most translations say serve. But there is a suitable word translated as serve used elsewhere. That gives the idea of serving, such as in ministering, worshipping, accomplishing tasks, and so forth. In the case of this word, it would be as if God has a need that must be attended to. To avoid confusing the two, saying attended provides the proper meaning. Paul is saying that there is nothing lacking in God that would need man's attention. As for the words human's hands, the Greek adjective anthropinos is introduced here. In this case, it is plural. Rather than men's hands, which would be a noun, it is more rightly translated as human's hands. Thus, it is contrasted with the divine nature of God. From there, Paul says, further needing anything. The word translated as further needing, pros deomai, is found only here. It is a present participle, signifying to want more or to need more. God needs nothing. The thought is expressed by the Lord in Psalm 50. I will not take a bull from your house, nor goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all its fullness. Psalm 59-12 This should be obvious. God is. He is the source of all things. As this is true, then there is nothing that he needs from man. Paul then explains this in the simplest terms, saying, He giving to all life and breath and all things. The words life and breath appear almost synonymous, but there is a difference. The zoe, or life, is a state of being alive. It further applies to both physical and spiritual life. It is the existence we possess because it is sustained by God's self-existence. The breath, or nue, was seen in Acts 2, 2 when the rushing wind came upon the believers gathered in Jerusalem. This is its second and last use. 
It signifies both breath and breeze. It is the respiration that occurs because there is life within a being. God gives those things to us. So how could he need something from us to sustain him? As for the all things, the Greek reads tapanta, the all. Not only does God provide us with life and breath, but he provides all things necessary for those things to But he provides all things necessary for those things to continue. Food, oxygen, water, intelligence, etc. Everything that allows man to live and to continue living is provided by God. As this is so, there is nothing that he needs from us for his continuance. This does not mean that man is not to serve him. This is where translating the word therapeio as attended rather than served becomes evident. Man is to serve God. This is seen throughout scripture. In Revelation 22.3 it says, And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. God does not need this from us as if he would be troubled, sick or die if we did not provide it. Rather, he is glorified in our worship and service of him. This is the purpose of creating. God shares his goodness with his creatures, and it is right that his creatures return to him the glory he is due. This is not because there is a lack in him that must be filled, but that the natural result of sharing is that there is a mutual reciprocity that should take place. Life application. If you don't thank God for the good things you receive, he is not lessened by that. He is not harmed by it either. But when we thank God for each blessing, it demonstrates an appreciation that he is the giver and we are appreciative of what he has provided. This is why we should spend our time singing out his praise, telling others of his goodness, contemplating his majesty, etc. Through these things, we are returning to him the glory that he is due from us. Lord God, you are great and greatly to be praised. We are thankful to you for every good and kind blessing that comes from your open hand of grace. Dwell in our praise, dwell in our praises, and be glorified upon our lips. You are great and greatly to be praised, O God. Amen. This God is the one who gives life, breath and everything else to people. He does not need any help from them. He has everything he needs. Acts 17 verse 25